1: Hey guys welcome back to the rugby league guru podcast bit of news that came out early in the week that we haven't really had a chance to touch on yet we were out at the uh a bar photo shoot the other day when this one broke but trent robinson uh extending his contract until the end of 2028 a five-year extension huge news for the tricolors absolutely massive uh one of if not the best coach uh in rugby league i think you would have to have wayne bennett uh you know ivan cleary He's probably pushing into that sort of category, but he's going to do it. He's got to do it for a few more years. Uh, Craig Bellamy, Wayne Bennett, Trent Robinson. I think they definitely are the big three, with probably Desi Hasler one tier below, and then probably Ivan Cleary just a slight tier below. But it really is those standout sort of guys. But the top three, they really do stand out. Craig Bellamy, he's obviously been doing it for a long time, since the early 2000. Wayne Bennett, uh, been doing it since the late 80s, and still making a grand final last year. So obviously, Wayne, uh, king of the kings as far as Premier ships go. I think he's got six Prem's next to his name. Could have been seven last year. Uh, then we got Craig Bellamy, who's won his fair whack. He's obviously got an asterisk next to his name with the cheating scandals and whatnot, so you can knock a couple off there. Um, still very impressive resume. Craig Bellamy, of course, uh, bringing so many guys to Melbourne, not really making any star signings. Uh, Xavier Coates, he obviously signed him as an Origin player. The last Origin player they signed before him was Michael Crocker, uh, and that was mid two thousand sort of stuff. So an incredible resume of Craig Bellamy, but Trent Robinson, he's the guy that I think people need to watch out for as far as potentially becoming the greatest coach we've seen, and I understand he's at the Roosters. I understand that he's always going to have a good team. I get that, Uh, but that has something to do with Robbo. The Roosters, Um, They've always had money. They haven't always been successful, though. That is the reality of the situation. Uh, Look, 2002, they didn't win another premiership until 2003. What was that, 11 years or something like that? They didn't win a comp in that time. They featured in two grand finals the two years after that. But in that time, I think they featured in one more grand final. 2010, The 2002 Premiership, uh, I mean, that was the first one in 27 years. The last time they won in was in 1975, of course. Coached by Jack Gibson, who arguably the greatest coach ever. I think he's right up there in the top five or so. But I think Trent Robinson, I think there's a fair argument that he's already in the top ten, I would argue, uh, for what he's achieved in his short time as the head coach of the Sydney Roosters. Not even ten years yet. It has been incredibly impressive. And I really do think that Robbo, he's probably got at least one one more premiership in him in the next five years, I would argue potentially more, to be honest with you. I think he'll be there and thereabouts. I think if Robbo comes out of the next five years, considering the young squad that he's got without a premiership, uh, that would be considered a failure for me and a failure by the Sydney Roosters, I have no doubt about it. So I think they will be contending for a long time. I think Trent Robinson, people know how much of a great coach he is. It's going to help with their recruitment as well. He's not going to find it too hard to convince young talent to, one, come and live in the eastern suburbs of Sydney, two, come and use the Roosters facilities, new stadium and whatnot. Three be coached under him. Four play alongside the talent that they have and they are at least going to be stacked for the next four or five years just based on the squad they have now. Obviously a lot of established stars but a lot of young guys that I also believe are going to be true stars in our game. We'll get to them in a moment but you look at Trent Robinson. Started his career with the Sydney Roosters in 2013 started with a loss to the South Sydney Rabbitohs on night one uh, and then they just stabilised and it was incredibly impressive. They went on to win the 2013 Premiership. I believe Uh, he's only the third coach uh, of the modern era to win a premiership in his first season as a head coach Ricky Stewart he did it in 2002 with the Sydney Roosters Michael Hagan he did it the year before that with the Newcastle Knights funnily enough so pretty rare company there to be so successful in your first year of coaching obviously that Roosters team they had a really good lineup. but you got to remember you know Sonny Bill Williams came into the team James Maloney came into the team Michael Jennings came into the team they unearthed guys like Sam Moa Roger Tuivasa-Sheck, Daniel Tupu there was a lot Going into that side, that Trent Robinson had to manage, and I thought he did an incredible job. The few years before that wasn't anything special either, so it's not like he walked in on this star-studded team. He walked in on a good roster, there's no doubt about it, but he managed to get them to put it all together and nail it. And they, you know, they were down at halftime in that grand final from memory against Manly, managed to get their way back into it. So incredibly impressive for him to win in 2013, the year after they went out in the prelims. I believe they lost to South Sydney. 2015, once again they went out in the prelims there. 2016 was the year that Mitchell Pearce got suspended. James Maloney had left by this point. There was a lot happening. Uh, the Mitchell Pearce one really put a dagger through the hearts of the Roosters. That was a shocking season by them on all fronts. It was always going to be a tough year based on their roster. Once they lost Piercy they just went to shit, though. So they finished 15th. So that year is by far and away the biggest blemish of on the career of trent robinson that's his worst year there's no doubt in that there's no hiding away from that you have to take it into consideration Uh, the year after that 2017 they went back to the prelim final lost that one 2018 they win their premiership of course trent uh, trent robinson manages to lure james tedesco cooper cronk to the club takes them a little while to warm up but then by grand final night they are just in incredible form they were Amazing. Then Uh, to think what they did uh, to the Melbourne Storm in that game, it was just unprecedented. I've never really seen a Melbourne team shut out like that. I would argue that the Penrith Panthers, they beat them this year in in the uh, prelim final as well. Uh, And it was a very good performance, but I didn't think the Melbourne Storm played anywhere near their best. I actually thought the Melbourne Storm in that grand final in 2018, they weren't terrible. Just the Sydney Roosters' defense was so bloody good. And you've got to put that down to Trent Robinson, uh, the way that he shut them out, the way that he fr- he frustrated the Melbourne Storm guys into little brain explosions that really did cost them. So, Robbo, that was his second premiership in five years, a pretty damn good effort. And then, of course, 2019 comes around and he becomes the first coach to win back-to-back premierships since Wayne Bennett did it uh, in the early 90s, 92, 93, with the Brisbane Broncos ve- beating the St. George Dragons on both occasions. So, Robbo, here we are in year. What is it? Six of his coaching is seven of his coaching. He's won three premierships and he's the first guy to go back-to-back in 30-odd years which is an incredible effort. You need to also consider that, you know, in those 30 years, it's only taken him six or seven years to go back-to-back. Craig Bellamy, he's had plenty of shots at it. He's had so many bites at the cherry; it's not even funny. He's been able to get his team to back-to-back Grand Finals but he's never been able to win the back-to-back trophy which is an incredibly... Good effort. You got to remember as well, Wayne Bennett. He was the last guy to do it. He's had plenty of opportunities to do it. He's been coaching for a long time at a number of good clubs. Didn't do it with that Broncos side that he was coaching them until what for another you know 15, 20 years after he after he did it the first time. They weren't able to do it again. They did win other premierships in that time, but they weren't able to go back to back as well. So Trent Robinson being the first guy to win back to back premierships in thirty odd years, an incredible effort. The year after they lost Cooper Cronk, I think there was a bit of a hangover from the amount of effort that went into the first two premierships, they went out in straight sets in 2020. I'm not going to hold that against Robbo too much, to be honest with you. I mean, there's a reason why teams haven't won back-to-back premierships in 30-odd years. It's because it's so hard to climb the mountain again and get yourself up for the back end of the season after you've done it the year before. You've got to remember as well, we sort of forget because we haven't had in a couple of years. That includes the World Club Challenge. So there's a trip to England in the middle of your preseason. You get more guys selected for origin. Your season's longer. It's a bit of a nightmare. Yeah, you have less time in your offseason for surgeries and whatnot. So there's a lot that goes into winning a back-to-back premiership. The third year, for them still to make it into the finals, yes, they went out in straight sets. They started with Kyle Flanagan at halfback, who they didn't want by the end of the season. A couple of other injuries here and there. Not up to the standard that Trent Robinson would want or expect, but I can understand them not doing well there. 2021, they made it all the way to the semi-final with Quite possibly the worst, definitely the worst injury run in the NRL um, in 2021 and arguably one of the worst injury runs we've seen in Rugby League. You think about the guys that Trent Robinson had to retire last year, Boyd Corden, Jake Friend, Brett Morris, Josh Morris. I mean, there's a fair argument there that they just retired the best back rower in Rugby League for the last, I don't know, what, Five years, the captain of the Kangaroos, the captain of the New South Wales Blues. They had to retire Jake Friend, who is one of the premier hookers in rugby league. I think he's been a top five hooker in rugby league for probably the last 10 years of his career. There would be years where he'd sort of float out of the top five. But you've got to remember, he's also won three premierships as well, which is a pretty impressive knock. Obviously, he's come along in the era of Cameron Smith, so he's probably not as rated as he should be. But if it wasn't for Cameron Smith, Jake Friend is another guy that probably plays 25 state of origin games at hooker, realistically. So they lose those two. They lose Brett Morris, who in my opinion is the best winger our game has ever seen. He's definitely the most reliable winger our game has ever seen. They lose Josh Morris, who's, you know, probably one of, if not the best defendi- defensive centre our game has seen. Very handy in attack too. There's no doubt about that. He, he, he's toned up with 100 plus tries. But losing those four guys is massive. Then you've got to consider that Luke Keery, who uh, was probably the Australian halfback heading into that season, he goes down with an ACL as well. So, I mean, you've heard this narrative before. Trent Robertson, he was just pushing shit uphill last year with a bunch of teenagers a bunch of journeymen and then a James Tedesco a Joey Manu you know Victor Rudley was suspended all season he was in and out the entire year you know they were in they had to go and bunker down like all the other teams but with their injuries very very tough so I mean for him to finish in a semi-final last year and I think finished fifth overall, considering their injuries. I think just about every other team uh, falls out of the finals last year. So when you have a look at his resume, I mean, we're not even up to 10 years yet. I think we've got eight years here, three premierships. He's gone back to back. Last year, he he was the coach of the year for me after just having such a shit fight, managed to get his team up and still compete in the finals, which was incredibly impressive. And I want you to consider... You know, 2028, that's five years away. I think the Roosters are ready to win a premiership this year. If they're holding the trophy at the end of the season, I won't be shocked. If they were to win the next two or three premierships, I can understand it, to be honest with you, because that's the sort of roster that they've got. You look at their squad that they've got at the moment, and over the next few years, just some of the names that if they manage to keep them, which, you know, knowing the Roosters and the way that they work themselves out, it wouldn't shock me if they do. I mean, you've got Sam Walker, who's an absolute weapon. He's only 19 years old. He's going to be playing at the Roosters if they want him for the next 13 years. He's probably the most talented young halfback we've seen in rugby league for a very long time, getting tutored by Luke Keary. So you can assume Sammy Walker at the Sydney Roosters is going to be successful for quite some time. If he's not, they have got Volkman sitting in the wings there as well. They're still going to have Keary for another two or three years, pending uh, head knocks and whatnot. Uh, Joey Manu is still pretty young. He's going to be around until 20. 28 I would say Uh, Angus Crichton also reasonably young I think Angus is a year or two younger than me so he's going to be around for another five years at the Sydney Roosters you've got Egan and Nat Butcher two forwards that are absolute weapons Nat's already won a premiership he can handle himself I think Egan has got so much upside it's not even funny Uh, you've then got Victor Radley I mean arguably the best 13 in rugby league I would probably put Isaiah Yeo and Cam Murray in front of him over the last few years based on what they've achieved at state of origin level and in the final series. Uh, But that's only because Victor Radley has got himself suspended constantly. We know he is a brilliant 13. We know that on his day, he is the best 13 in rugby league. And if he puts together a couple of seasons that aren't riddled with injury and suspension, I think he will make himself the best 13 in rugby league. And I think he will be the captain of the Sydney Roosters over the next few years. You got to think Victor Radley's still pretty young. He's already won two premierships, two premierships in a row. And he was crucial in both of them for me. He was the turning point in 2018. As soon as Trent Robinson made the decision, I need a ball player in at 13, he moved Radley there, he moved Isaac Lue to the front row, everything changed instantly. Uh, Satili Tupinu are still very young, still yet to hit his absolute strides. We know that Trent Robinson's going to get the very best out of him and he's going to be there for a very long time. Lindsay Collins, already a state of origin representative. We saw how much the Roosters missed him last year, as much as they managed to get by. He's a guy with huge potential. We saw him in the 2020. Queensland Origin Series. He's going to be one of the best front rowers in no sign. for Fatoni, I think he's still got so much ahead of him. It's not even funny. I've, called, I've talked about this guy for a couple of months now. I think this will be a great signing by the Roosters. Uh, Connor Watson, not that old either. Connor Watson, uh, still got a lot more rugby league in him. Whether he becomes a 9, whether he becomes a 13, whether he stays as a 14, I don't know where his future lies, but if he's at the Sydney Roosters, he's going to be successful. Joseph Suwali, and Billy Smith. I mean, two star centers that'll be in this team for quite some time, along with Adam Kieran, who's also quite young, along with Paul Momorowski, who's also quite young. All they have to do is keep two of those guys moving forward, and you've got yourself a back line, you know? They're going to find guys as well. Their junior grades are doing very well. They're going to be able to convince anyone from any club to come to them whenever they want, pretty much, outside of guys that are playing under Bellamy and guys that are playing under Wayne Bennett, probably. So, so much to look into. Let's, let's take an example of that uh, Brandon Smith he will be arriving there next year Brandon Smith still very young he has still got 10 years of rugby league ahead of him he just got Dally M Hooker of the year last year and he's still working out how to play the position this rooster side is absolutely stacked. We heard Brandon Smith talk on Isis podcast. Whether you liked it or not, you've got to appreciate the sort of impact that Trent Robinson had on Brandon Smith, and you can understand why so many guys go there for less money, and it's why Trent Robinson is going to be so successful moving forward. Yes, he's at the Roosters. Yes, he's got Nick Politis. I understand that. I get all that. But you cannot take away from Trent Robinson how good he is at what he does. For me, I really do think over the next five or so years, Trent Robinson could push himself into that category of the greatest coaches of all time I think he's already in the top 10 potentially the top seven or so potentially the top five I haven't sat down and done my entire list but I really do think that over the next five years he could push himself further I would assume the Roosters will extend him past that as well he's not an old man he's got plenty of coaching in him still Trent Robinson he's got a lot of young talent coming through I don't see him roost- leaving the Roosters anytime soon I don't think it would matter how much money another club threw at him he's going to get by The Roosters, they're going to take care of him. He's going to have a job for life at the Chooks to some degree. He's going to get taken care of. You know he is. So I don't see him leaving the Roosters, and that's why I think the Chooks are going to be successful for a long time to come. And I think Trent Robinson, he's going to build and build his legacy, and I think it's going to be something pretty damn special over the next few years.